Hello and welcome to Talk Tales, a comedy podcast exploring stories from behind and beyond the bar. We're your hosts and I am Shauna. I'm Adele. Hi, Adele. Hi, Shauna. Oh my God, I can't believe we're sitting here right now. I'll tell you what. What? Uh, well, we're sitting here <laughs> and it's been a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And I, I'm just thrilled to be here because I like being behind the mic. It's a nice change from being behind the bar, even though I feel like I talk exactly about as much as uh, bartending and podcasting. Really? I, I think like- so. Yeah. I feel like the amount of words that come out of my mouth are, is a lot on yeah. a daily basis. <laughs> I, I could agree with that statement. Yeah, I think I think you might be right. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, a couple of things with me at this point. Like, I started teaching cocktail classes over at Bar Franca on Monday. So that's been pretty amazing. That's awesome. You're on um, Airbnb now, right? Like, it's listed I'm on I'm there. I'm Airbnb. I've been on Groupon. I've Yelp. been on Yelp. I've been on Google Ads. <laughs> uh, I'm Tinder. on the website, talktalesofpodcast.com, backslash classes. I'm on Tinder. You can sign up on Tinder. Bumble, yeah, on... Grinder, <laughs> Grinder. All your cocktail needs. Yeah, you're... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm on all of those. You can find me at www.tinder.cocktails <laughs> and uh... <Dot> cocktails. <laughs> and we'll, I'll show you a good time. <laughs> that's, that's probably in your profile. Cocktails. I'll show you a good time. Yeah. Oh man, it's that's a great tagline. I gotta write that down. Um, so yeah, the cocktail class has been going great. Uh, people are novices are coming in; they don't know anything about making cocktails. I've been teaching them how to make cocktails. I've got this great outline and this great criteria and these formulas, and it's like this whole like thing that. And I'm they doing. get to go behind the bar, right? Which I'm sure is super exciting. Dude, they're for so people stoked. Who are not in the industry. That's awesome. Yeah, they're super. Yeah, everyone that's taking the class so far, they've been really stoked about. Like, they start in front of the bar and they're like, kind of listen to me, and I just start talking, and they're like, and then I'm like, all right, guys get on up get behind this bar and they're like what and they get really excited so that, that's kind of fun to watch and like really fun to uh to teach from behind a bar too and it's really interesting dynamic going from making cocktails to teaching cocktails and seeing somebody learn cocktails for the first time because it's been a long time for me since it's been you know the beginning stages of this career and it's also like really exciting to see when people get to the mastery inside of cocktails i would say when you get to the point of your like career where you feel confident enough to like get in front of your peers and like judges it's very intimidating it's super intimidating because you're like oh, i'm not good enough yeah and then you, you're like am i good enough i think i'm good enough let's go yeah and then you get this like this courage you know to get up there and perform your master skills in yeah. front of people i mean i started competing th- this year for the first time or well, i guess last year 2019 we're new year now but it's very intimidating, and it takes a lot of like. Okay, I think I got this. I haven't won a single one of them, but whatever. You know, but it feels we'll good. We'll get though. there. We'll it, get there. It feels good regardless, right? Yeah, no, it feels it's very empowering. I would say, especially when you go against a bunch of boys. Yeah, you're like, yeah, <laughs> you're like, bring it, and then you're you lose, next. but it's fine because at least I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> I shut up, <laughs> and there's always free drinks, which is also a plus. Yeah, yeah, it, it's just it's good exposure for as a bartender, and it's a good. Uh, outlet of networking and putting your money where your mouth is and right. also like really pushing yourself to do better but it's also a great learning experience because i mean i've never had a negative experience with my peers that i'm competing against but they always give me pointers and i'm like oh that's so cool and you always learn and come out of there i think a better bartender i, I agree it, you pick up things like wow this person's doing some real cool stuff i need to step up my game and you come out inspired and it's I mean, in my experience so far, it's been it's it's really empowering and inspiring and 
and a great learning experience through and through. I 100% agree. And you know, I want to take this time to announce that thank you to our sponsor. Yo, boy, could I use a nice, refreshing cocktail right now? Did you say you're craving a tiki cocktail? Yeah, I could tiki it up. What do you got for me, Adele? What I got for you is this bottle of Liquor 43 that we can play around with. Oh, I love Liquor 43. Dude, It's this stuff is so good. It uses 43 ingredients. Duh. But it's a recipe. It's top secret. It's guarded by the Samora family. It has a lot of vanilla, but it's very balanced with citrus and herbs. Super versatile. I know it's delicious in coffee, and we've talked about that many times before. But it's so good in tiki cocktails. Liquor 43. Drink it if you got it. <laughs> that cocktails us me Who? my mouth us right now right now has the privilege to announce the official cocktail competition for Ooh. liquor 43 2020 this year the liquor 43 tiki masters competition damn cue hawaiian music i'm at the beach it's Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, how this, like, I, I'm, I'm just thrilled that we get to really announce this here on our show. And uh, the Tiki Masters competition with Liquor 43. Guys, you hear this now. This is how you do it. Submit your entry to HTP. H-U-A-H-U-A-H-U-A-H-U-A-H-U-A-H-U-A-H-U-A-H-U-A-H-U-A-H-U-A-H-U-A-H-U-A-H-U-A-H-U-A-H-U-A-H-U-A-H-U-
You're in there, pal. You get $100 prize equivalent to cash, Cocktail Kingdom barware, plus a bottle of Liquor 43. I can't wait to see who wins this. I'm excited to try all I the wish cocktails. I, could, I wish I could uh, participate. I mean, I wish I could, too. But we can't. I mean, I made a cocktail, and then we couldn't enter, so I'm a little bummed about that. Yeah, but why can't we? Because we're judging it! <laughs> ah! No, we're not judging it. Oh. Because <laughs> we are. We're recording. Recording it! <laughs> Yeah, because we're drinking them. <laughs> so this just in also, there's a lot of big news on this episode. Uh, Talktail's going to be there. We're going to be recording the entire thing and documenting the whole thing. So if you can't get your plane flight, your boat flight, you your can't canoe. rent a Segway, you can't afford a bird, and, or you crashed on your bird, or whatever reason you can't get to the competition. You can always listen to the episode. You can tune in to Talktail's podcast and listen to the episode. So it's going to be a lot of fun. <sighs> Yeah. Have yeah. you been to Lono? I haven't been to Lono yet. I haven't been to Lono. I'm excited about that. I am too. I can get my tiki on. I'm going to wear something tiki. That's what I'm going to do. You should wear all black. Let's see what happens. That ain't right, Adele. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, we are going to be recording there. I'm really excited about that. And just like we're going to be recording there, we are uh, recording here. And we're recording here with not just my dumbass voice and not just Adele's a beautiful, amazing voice. Sultry, seductive, yep. inviting. Um, we are also sitting here, which I'm really excited to introduce our guest, the winner of last year's Liquor 43 competition. Yeah, tie this whole fucking thing together, wow. am I right? This is cool. Great at segues. And so the last year's Liquor 43 competition was how do you carajito? Carajillo. 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 Yeah, yeah. Let's hear it, baby. Carajillo. Carajillo. We have. Yo, yo. Yeah, nailing it. Uh, so, uh, without further ado, I'm so excited to introduce our fabulous, incredible, the winner of last year's Liquor 43 competition, Inga Tatisalyachi. Close. <laughs> <laughs> So close. I so forgot close. to write the phonetic or like, yeah. yeah. I don't know why I did it. It's Tanti Salad Chai. Tanti Salad Chai. Yep. Yes. Long. I knew I had to, I knew that you're going to have to help me with that yeah. one. Miss T. Miss T. Miss T. As my ex high school students used to call me. That is helpful. That's a yeah. helpful one. Yeah. Yeah. So, Inga, thank you so much for coming on Talk Tales. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Um, I, I think just like since we are talking about Liquor 43 right now, it must have felt good to win that competition. It did. I will say, though, um, I've been competing now for three years. That was the very first competition I've ever won. So it was very invigorating as far as and exciting, you know what I mean, to actually have your name called. Um, after numerous times of sitting there and hearing everybody else's names get called. But one of the things that um, I kind of learned from doing these competitions is that you're never really losing. You're always learning, like Adele was saying earlier. You know, whenever I enter a competition, actually, the first competition I did was actually at the Lono. Um, I competed in the Bacardi Legacy, made it to the regional finals there. And they had the regional finals at Lono. And I competed against Chris Amium, who was the head uh, or the beverage director for the OTM. Um, and I didn't know what I was doing. I thought, OK, submit a cocktail that tastes good. That's all I need to do. And so I show up to this competition. And I'm hearing all these bartenders go up before me. And they're telling these beautiful stories about their cocktails. And my turn. 
I'm like second to last to go up. And I have no story like the ones that they have. Mine was more like, well, this goes well with this because it complements this flavor. This goes well with this because it complements this flavor. But there was no actual like depth of story that was connected to the cocktail. And after hearing quite a few of the stories there, I was like, oh, that's what I'm missing. That's what I need to work on. That's the secret ingredient. It's just one of those things that as a bartender, you just kind of put yourself out there. You are getting judged. You are basically being critiqued, you know, but you got to do it. You know what I mean? You got to see if you're capable of being one of the best, you know, being placed upon that pedestal with all the other big bartenders out there. And I will say it is a very male dominated industry. So to see women win competitions like world class last year and just winning competitions in general, for me, it's, it's very empowering. And it pushes me to want to keep putting myself out there and seeing if I got what it takes to get to that top tier. That's awesome. I have a quick anecdote about, about how I met Inga, actually. I competed in last year's competition, uh, the Liquor 43 Carajillo competition. It was my first competition ever. I don't even know what prompted me to apply for it. I was just like, oh, fuck it. I've never done this before, whatever. And then I got selected. I was like, oh, it's really cool, whatever. And I wasn't nervous at all until I got there and I realized how much effort people put into these things. And then I felt like really stupid. I was like, I have no glassware. I did not bring my own ice. I did not bring anything. I did not, I, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. So I did not win. Spoiler. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like not, not in your place. Spoiler alert. Um, so, but you know, but they're, they're with plastic cups and chipped ice because that's all I had, what they had in venue. But all these competitors had smokers and torches, their own glassware, all, like their own ice. Next level. Next level stuff. And I'm just like, wow, like how inspiring. Also, like I should have known better. But I remember I was like really bummed. And then I was talking to, not bummed, intimidated is a better word for it. And I was talking to Inga when we met her and she was like, Girl, like I've been doing this for years. I've never won one before, but I will tell you right now that everything that you're realizing you're missing today on your next competition is the things you're not going to miss. And sure enough, the second competition, I still didn't win, but I had my own glassware and I had my own <laughs> eyes and I had a little bit more flair. You I had learned from that. And you had a <laughs> so, you know, and, and then at that competition, I learned other things that for my next one, it was like such a, the, the best advice I've been given in a competition. It's like whatever you're picking up now you're going to bring next the competition that you guys did is very specific though the carajillo competition and uh what does that even mean a carajillo carajillo is a very popular pick-me-up drink that is equal parts espresso and equal parts liquor 43 you shake it real hard and you pour it over ice or you can have it hot carajillo your way delicious Carajillo, what the heck does that mean, Adele? So the origin of this dates back to forever ago, since who doesn't like booze in their coffee? But allegedly, when Cuba was a Spanish colony, the soldiers mixed their coffee with booze to give them a little bit of courage. Courage in Spanish means coraje. Eventually, the word corajillo was used, which means little courage, like in liquid form. And later, that evolved into carajillo from the word carajo in Spanish, which basically carajillo means little fuck. Or more descriptively, little I don't give a fuck. Let me get a kind of heel right now. Holy crap. Now I know what a kind of heel is. Yeah. I can't believe it. This sounds delicious. They're delicious. It is delicious. I had one earlier. <laughs> <laughs> 
they're actually really popular in Mexico. So when I travel down there on vacation, it's like my favorite thing because I that's the first thing I, that's how I have those for breakfast. Yeah, it's kind of like a bring you back. It's a bring you back cocktail and a get you going cocktail all at well, the same time. Well, it's kind of like a put a little pep in your set from the caffeine, but also like I'm on fucking vacation, so I'm drinking for breakfast. Yeah. You know? If everyone thinks I'm talking better in this podcast because I had one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure nobody thinks that, but she's had one nonetheless. <laughs> if everything starts speeding up really fast, it's not your phone. <laughs> You're not having technical difficulties. It's just me. <laughs> just a carajillo. Just a carajillo. Say it 10 times. I can't do that. <laughs> carajillo, 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 carajillo. <laughs> oh yeah so I, I suggest them I, I definitely suggest them like it, it, they're actually extremely refreshing too which and they're also get... really easy to make like the competition we were at last year it was like your own version of it so there's so much you can do with it speaking of your own version what was your cocktail what was the winning cocktail so i called it surf's up it was inspired by newport beach which is where i work um so the term surf's up is a very iconic term used in newport beach so i figured it was very fitting to name the cocktail that I centered different elements around the cocktail um, to kind of be based around the city of Newport or Orange County. So it had a little uh, coconut liqueur to represent the surf culture because it reminds me of that tropic, Hawaiian tropic kind of essence. Sex wax. Exactly. <laughs> Sex wax. <laughs> Sex wax. Sex wax. Uh, it had a little uh, coffee and cocoa bitters to represent all the little microbrew coffee shops that open up in all the little local neighborhoods. Um, coarse sea salt to represent the ocean, um, since Newport is a beach city. And then, of course, top with a little orange zest because we're located in Orange County. And I um, smoked the glass with a cinnamon stick and used that same cinnamon stick for a garnish. And that represented the burnt wood from a bonfire Dude. from the beaches. And she had this so. beautiful glassware and this like beautiful, like clear sphere of an ice. You kind of just <laughs> described my childhood and like in a, in a cocktail for sure. Yeah, she nailed that. She did a really good job. It was a delicious cocktail too. Oh, but that man. was years, years of just going to competitions and seeing what these winners were doing or what it was about their cocktail that stood out and then learning from that. So that's years of competitions, but bartending isn't just a few years no. for you. I've been bartending now for... Do I really Drop want to it. say? Drop so it. then that way you know how old I am. Drop it. <laughs> Drop the number. Say it. Say the number. Say it. <laughs> 19 years. Whoa! Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I've been in this industry since ever since I turned 21. I said, put me behind the bar. No kidding. Yeah. I've been in the service industry since I was 18. But oh. once I turned 21, at the time I was working at PF Chang's, very corporate, you know, franchise kind of restaurant. And at the time, it was all male bartenders. Yep. And I went to the GM. I go, look, you guys need a female back there. You've got way too much testosterone. And I go, I don't even have to take the rail. Put me in the service well. I just want to learn how to make drinks and make them fast. And so that's kind of how I started my career as a bartender. And then from there, just started getting snatched up from companies, like coming in and poaching, I guess you can say, poaching employees. From there, I went to Fox Sports Grill when they opened up um, in Irvine, but they shut down, so... They're not there anymore. Ooh, so we can talk some shit. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Tell us all the dirt. That's actually where I probably have my craziest stories as far as like what I've witnessed as a bartender was from that location because it was literally a shit show. You know, we were a sports bar during the day and apparently they decided they wanted to convert it into a nightclub at night. Ooh. Oh, okay. there's some stories in there. Yep. There's yeah. some stories in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Um, so then from there, uh, was a little unhappy, just, you know, I, I'm not a big sports person. So really learning, having to learn about sports was a big challenge for me. And then, um, met a regular that went to another, who frequented another bar and goes, Hey, I think you'd be great for this place. And then I went over there and applied and then they ended up hiring me. And then, um, another restaurant opened up like nearby and the employees would always come in and they go, Hey, we're looking for someone to like work part-time. Would you be interested? And so from there, I just kind of hopped around and I can honestly say I haven't formally interviewed for a job or for a bartending position in over 15 years now. Wow. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Just oh, word you, of mouth. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Building your reputation, you know what I mean? And, and, you know, just kind of, you know, putting yourself out there. Yeah. So. I mean, that speaks to you like, you being liked by your your people get poaching you, quote unquote, but that just speaks to like how well you were doing behind the bar. People like, oh, we want this girl either in our job or, you know, whatever, and you should come over here. You'll do better. That just speaks to how well you were doing. So that's awesome. Well, the way I see it is as a bartender, you're basically hosting a party. Yep. And if you have that mentality going into work, you will give the best service, the great, the best hospitality to any guest. You know what I mean? And people will remember you. They'll remember the time that they had there and they're going to come back because they had such a great time with you. Like my house, we have, uh, me and my husband, basically, our house is pretty much open to the neighborhood. Uh, we have a rule. If the garage door is open, you're more than welcome to come over. Aww. If the garage door is shut, you may want to call. Do you bartend <laughs> at home? I try not to, yeah. but it does happen. Yeah. You know, every now and then, you know, they're like, oh, let's try something. I'm like, not working yeah but you're you can't say no you can't that's you can't that's you problem. have you're to like do. okay all right this is my contribution but that's all you're getting from me that's it one drink i'm not bartending for the whole night i want to enjoy myself too i'm at home that always happens yeah i mean it's it's a it's a good thing though it's always a good thing because then people get to drink good drinks you know true nice. true and not everybody can make it into you know the places that i work to try my drinks so right. So 19 years, um, what would you consider the biggest difference you've seen in the 19 years that you've been behind the bar? I will say when I first started, there was really no crafting. I mean, it was just your basic cocktails and, you know, you learn the specs for whatever the restaurant comes up with. And at the time, I think I, when I was working at P.F. Chang's, it was like your typical drinks, like a Singapore sling or a Mai Tai. It wasn't anything crafty and, and, and unique and exciting, you know, the way that the craft industry has kind of grown to the way it is. Um, it wasn't until I was working at Havana, and I think this is probably right when it started taking off, uh, one of the managers invited a mixologist from, I think he worked at the Edison? Is it the Edison up here somewhere? Here, no, there's an Edison. The Edison in, bar in or something yeah. like that? Yeah, so I think he was one of the main mixologists or one of the main bartenders from there. And I think at the time, the mixology term was just kind of coming out in the industry. So he would guest bartend on a Wednesday. And even though it was my shift, I was like, dude, I will fucking be your bar back. I want to learn. I want to see what you're doing. And he just brought in so many cool things, like bringing in beats and stuff like that to craft right. with, which at the time was unheard, unheard of. of. Exactly. So... Seeing that inception of the craft industry back then and then seeing where it is now, um, I can say I came from a very traditional Asian home. So working in the service industry wasn't really quite the primo job that I guess my family wanted me to get into. You know, typical Asian families want you to be lawyers, doctors, you know, make lots of money. But since I've grown in this industry and kind of stuck to it, my mom actually has a whole new respect for this industry that's awesome um, and seeing just like how much this industry has grown and how much i don't know what the right word to use is but 
I think overall, all the hard work of a lot of people have made it more legitimate. Yeah. And also like respectable. It's yes. very validating. Very so. I feel like now, before people it was like, well, how do you end up a bartender? Or what else do you do besides bartend? Now it's just like a career people choose to go into because so many people have paved the way for that, which yes. is really empowering again. And also, like I said, validating. Yeah. Another question to piggyback on that one with you knowing both sides of bartending from kind of like the disco era of cocktails, like as we call it, to kind of the craft revolution of cocktails. Do you have any advice to new bartenders that don't know that old style? I will say that you do have to kind of know some of your basics, some of the originals, because a lot of the stuff that people are crafting now are innovative ways of reintroducing certain old classic cocktails, um, finding new ways like with Adele doing like clarified milk punch and stuff like that. Milk punch is a very traditional cocktail that's been around for a while, but to do a clarified version, you know, that's where you're kind of taking that elevation, thinking outside of the box, thinking about different types of flavor profiles. And I noticed that lately, even more so, there's been a big movement of bar uh, bartenders or brand ambassadors or just liquor companies in general working more with the community to promote like sustainability, promoting the environment and stuff like that. So you know, I definitely see more of a bigger push in be more active in the community if you are working in the industry. And when you're crafting, the way I like to describe it is crafting is just like cooking. People relate to cooking better than saying, okay, go behind the bar and mix a drink. If you break down a cocktail in the form of cooking, it kind of helps you a little bit. So I like to think of like your main spirits, your main liqueurs, like your tequila, your scotch, your whiskey, your vodka. That's your protein. That's your steak, your chicken your fish that you're cooking with. Lamb. Yeah, lamb. That works too. <laughs> <laughs> can't forget lamb. Nope, can't forget Guinea lamb. pig. Ooh. Crocodile. Uh, there we go. Squab. I would say balloot because my husband's Filipino. Oh, there you go. And yeah, um, that's some protein. Protein. <laughs> but taking, basically thinking of your main spirits as your protein and then your bitters and your syrups and your juices is kind of like your sauce. So if you over sauce your meat, it's going to be way too salty, way, way too peppery, and you're going to lose the flavor of the meat. Same thing applies with alcohol. If you want your main spirit to shine, you got to make sure you balance out your citruses, your liqueurs, and those are kind of like your spices, you know, that you're adding to your protein. It's brilliant. And then your garnish is your vegetables. But for upcoming bartenders, you know, people who are trying to get into the craft, that's probably the easiest way to break down how to conceptualize a cocktail or, you know, be creative. Makes it a little bit easier. That's brilliant. I love that analogy. That's fantastic. And there's a lot of like tools, new tools that are out there. Um, I've seen this one that I've been wanting to get, which is the bubble one. Oh, oh yeah. Where you pop smoke, the smoke in it. I, like, oh. I just put Adele's name in to try to win a free one <laughs> on the Instagram. You know how they do that? Like, put yeah. your name in so you make me follow everyone. And like, and then and so I did that because I want that bubble. Yeah. I, I, it's intriguing. I'm like, how did they make that? Like, I like the, the little frosty gun, too. Yes. That frosty gun's cool, I want a centrifuge. If anybody wants to sponsor me and buy me one, please. Hey, Dave Arnold. We need, a, we need a centrifuge. Spins all. Spins all. Spins all, please. <laughs> oh, Going yeah. back to thinking outside of the box, one of the cocktails that I've created uh, for this month at Olea, which is where I work in Newport Beach, um, I do this thing called the Cocktail Journal where I feature a cocktail every month. And with that cocktail comes a three by three card with the story behind the cocktail. Since I've been doing all these competitions, stories, again, have been the big thing. Um, in selling your cocktail. So I've written a lot of stories and I figured, well, why not put this to use? Why not find a way of printing it 
but without any cost to me. So um, I created the cocktail journal and we basically print out these three by three cards with the story on it. And I have guests that come in regularly every single month to collect the journal. They want to try the drink. They want to know the story behind it. And, you know, you cultivate this wonderful cocktail culture or cocktail following just from doing that. But I mean, we just saw you make the cocktail for this month um, and it was it's a cocktail and it was delicious. But it's like the story behind it made it that much more like engaging. You know, you had the the Chinese New Year, you had the gold leaf, you have this incredible cocktail bomb that turned the the cocktail into a red hue, which is also known as like a new, like a Chinese New Year a significance behind it. And you had uh, the spirits from all over the world and you tied everything in so beautifully into what the cocktail that was already an incredible cocktail, but you just explained everything, every single like, layer of it, which made it that much more. You, everyone keeps saying cocktail bomb. I don't think that listeners exactly know what that means. Okay, so think of it as being a bath bomb for your drink. Ooh. So in this particular case for this cocktail, the cocktail base itself is very citrusy. Um, and the cocktail bomb I made is actually Kool-Aid, tropical punch flavored, or as most people like to call it, red Kool-Aid, um, if you don't want to go with the flavor. I used to dye my hair with that. Red Kool-Aid. Mm. It works. Yep. <laughs> it works wonders. <laughs> so it's multi-purpose. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, basically um, creating, trying to find a way of, okay, how do I make a bomb for a drink that's edible? You know, I've seen bath bombs. How can I do the same effect but with a cocktail? So I looked up, and this is where I say ch start thinking outside of the box. Like what are some things that you can draw from other parts of your life or other things that you've, you know, encountered or interacted with that you can Different now things. bring into the cocktail world? That you can, like, consume. and Yeah. Like, yeah. So how do we consume a, a bath bomb but in a cocktail form? So I started looking up uh, the basic ingredients for Alka-Seltzer minus the medicine. And basically it boiled down to... Citric acid, baking soda, and uh, cornstarch. And from there, just added some powdered sugar and some Kool-Aid tropical mix. And flavor. To give it flavor, of course. And then molded them up, and voila. They're so cool. We're, we're, we got it on the Instagram, so make sure you go on the Instagram, on Tucktail's Instagram, and see a picture of them. They, they're in a little cute little jar, and... They're really pretty. They have, like, gold flakes on them, and uh, when it dissolves, delicious. the gold flakes sprinkle on up to the top of your cocktail so there's like a really nice garnish of gold flakes on your top of your cocktail too it's all encompassed in one little ball and it, it was, was brilliant it was it was beautiful and that's also the the story behind it when you talked about uh all my wishes for you for the new year and you had all these elements that were symbolic of new year the gold leaf the red the this you know trout the, there was different spirits from all over the world to travel around like all these like the citrus for good fortune and like all these things that were just so cool and the Unless you explain them, I would have never put one and one together. But the whole concept of a journal and explaining why you chose these elements is really cool and really beautiful. Well, thank you. Thank you. I, I hope our my followers <laughs> and the people that come in enjoy it as well. And because you are such a good storyteller, I think it's so appropriate that you're on this podcast. Because <laughs> guess what we do? I don't know if you guys know. We do hmm. stories. We like we stories. Do stories. We dabble. We do stories. <laughs> we dabble. We do stories. Uh, and so I, I think maybe uh, if you want to settle in and grab yourself something to sip on, everyone, um, maybe Inga wants to go down this magical journey into the world of bartending stories with us. Well, here's a more recent story 
about mid last year, I was bartending and one of the servers came up to me and she was like, Inga, you need to go to this table. These people said they know you. So I look over at the table. I'm like, I don't know these people. I don't know any of them. They're not regulars. I have no idea who these people are. And she was very insistent. She goes, no, these people know you. They said you need to come over to the table. And I'm like, I do not want to leave my bar to walk over to a table just to introduce myself, especially if I have a packed bar. But Eventually, after much hounding, she convinced me to go over, and I walk up, and I don't know if you remember what I said earlier um, when I first got introduced, but it's two of my old high school students <laughs> sitting in the restaurant having drinks. Were they drinking? That were poor drinking? Yeah. <laughs> so it was very surreal at that time because I'm thinking, God, has that much time passed where these 18-year-olds are now legal age to drink at the bar, and I can actually pour for them? But it was one of those things where I didn't recognize them. It wasn't until I walked up and they said, hi, Misty. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Do you remember me? And I'm just thinking, oh, You're my like, gosh. No, I've never heard oh of you. Oh, my gosh. As soon as they said Misty, I was like, oh, gosh. You're like, let me see your ID. <laughs> these were the boys. No. What makes this even better is these were the boys who drew penises all over their notebooks <laughs> when they turned them in. No way. Oh, yeah. And I wouldn't get mad at them. I'm like, okay, you're a high school. I get it. But I did knock off like five points. And I would put minus five points for penis <laughs> in a notebook. Can't give you full credit if you're going to draw penises over You should have left five. out like uh, five like depths of their cocktail and be like, that's five steps that's out of your cocktail for those penises. <laughs> I should have. I should have. But I didn't know they like, were drinking. Don't you think I would forget about that? You should have the server brought a penis on their check. when they oh Next time for sure. <laughs> Next time for sure. Guaranteed. That will happen. <laughs> That's, I mean, I feel weird every time I check IDs and I'm like, don't you know, you know, you're not old enough to, oh wait, no, you are. Oh wow. Do you know fuck. that year 2000 Ugh. is, I think it's next year. That is 21 oh when gosh. somebody That's born insane. in year 2000. That makes me feel so uncomfortable. Yeah. Pretty sure it's next year. Is, is that right? Year? Right? Let's 2000? get some confirmation. Yeah. Yep. So next year we're going to check IDs and every, the 21 year old will be born in year 2000. Wow. Yeah. That's so weird. I don't like that. I don't know. So but were they cool? Were they like? Were they oh like, yeah, they were. They were like, I hope you not. I hope you remember us. We Aww. were. We were the ones that always said, "I got. I know exactly who you guys are." <laughs> you were the boys that drew the penises all over the notebooks. Were they having a kick out of it? Oh yeah, absolutely. That's they awesome. go. Thank you so much for not getting mad at us or turning us into the principal for, for drawing being douchebags. Pretty much. Being pretty teenagers. Much. Being teenagers, yeah. you know. I'm like, I was a teenager once. I know. Once I knew how it is, and That's I have a teenager so myself right now. Who's a senior is he in high drawing school? Penises? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I really <laughs> hope not. But again, yeah, who knows? Who knows? He I, could be the penis kid. He could. He could. I'm hoping he's not. That would be a horrible name to be remembered by. <laughs> yeah. He's a penis so kid. We were calling these, yeah, these kids we're talking about. They were the, well, adults now. They're the penis kids. The penis kids, yeah. Yep. Penis so kids that are There adults. you go. Yeah. If there's anyone listening that isn't 21, which you shouldn't be, because this is a 21 and older podcast. Uh, just know if you start drawing penises or you do something stupid we're all gonna call you the penis kid (laughs) (laughs) yeah penis kids get it together that well that that could that had to have been like a pretty uh maybe jarring is that jarring a little jarring maybe aged me tremendously that's for sure you must feel good though too it's like these the kids they're still surviving they they made it yeah and the fact that they remembered me was very (laughs) impressive i was like huh 
I actually made somewhat of an impact on these kids I where mean, they actually remembered who I was. There's got to be a lot of uh, similarities in teaching teenagers and bartending. A, little, a lot of patience. Yeah. A lot of patience. Oh Although I will goodness, say yeah. that I still kept bartending while I was teaching high school because I needed some adult interaction. You know, socializing with high school students five days a week. And then you decided just teaching wasn't for you. You stick with bartending. Well, actually, I got laid off. Okay. Um, when they did the big budget cut. Uh -huh. It was like $5.4 billion cut in the budget. Thanks. And I got pink slipped. Government. Thanks, government. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you. But I will say thank you because it actually pushed me back into the bar industry. And it wasn't until that point that I really started going, okay, how can I in a sense, brand myself yeah. as a bartender, you know, and that's how I started Cocktails by Ings and then just started from there. That's then, amazing. And then moving into winning cocktail competitions and and taking taking this uh, cocktail industry by storm. It's amazing. Oh, wait, who is that? Um, hey. I, I got the door oh, thanks, Adele. Thank you. Sorry. Oh, sorry, listeners. I, I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, somebody's at our door here. Hi, I am Hi. Stanley Pluto of Stanley Pluto's Ace Bartending Champ School. Hey there, kids. This is Stanley Pluto of Stanley Pluto's School for Ace Bartending. Are you ready to cocktail? You best believe you're the best in town. You got the skills, serve them up and down. Stick with me, shake your way to the top. You win these competitions, just won't stop. Hey, champ. Yeah, I'm looking at you. You could be number one. You just gotta follow these simple steps with me, Stanley Pluto. Now we got julep strainers, Hawthorne strainers, and strainers you ain't never seen before. I'm here. I'm ready to party down. We're gonna get you these wins, all right? Go to the W's. Shake it to the top. I believe I have an appointment. Oh, wait. Shauna? Hold on a second. Appointment? I'd never take appointments for recordings. That doesn't make sense um, to me. Hold on a second. Let me look at my calendar here. Where's the, where's the bouncer? Wait a second. What is this? <laughs> this is an appointment. Oh, <laughs> wait, God oh my it, God. Shana? Stanley, I'm sorry. I was referred, and I believe I should be here. Is that correct? Uh, well, if I, I mean, can you... pitch to you for a minute. Yeah, okay. Well, since, I mean, yes, you're here. And also, I like, I, that must have, it's my mistake. You you did this through the website. It was out of my hands, but yes, I do see I'm this here. I'm in the chair, and I have the headphones on, so I'm going to well, do it anyway. Well, do give me a second. Inga, are you okay with this? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, Stanley. It's, Thanks, Inga. The floor is yours. <laughs> All right. So my name, as I said, hopefully more than once already, is Stanley Pluto, and I run the Stanley Pluto School for Ace Bar Champs. And I just have to say that I've been in this industry winning competitions from anywhere to Guam, Alaska, an Italian never heard of, probably Canada too. And then people have come up to me and they've said, hey, Stanley, why don't you teach other people how to win competitions? And I said, no. Whoa. But then I decided <laughs> I'm going to teach other people how to win competitions. So then I, I created a school. <laughs> Wow, this this is a yeah. quite of a turnaround. Yeah, it, it was all my idea. No one helped me make it. And we have one philosophy at my school. It's not about winning unless you won, and then it's entirely about winning. Oh. <laughs> that's the philosophy at my school. I mean, that's, that's nice. You don't have to have too much pressure from the get-go. Yeah, it's great. We love it. <laughs> Maybe I should come to your school. Yeah, I, I've never I heard... won a competition yet. 
you were you were doing the competition things, and, and I have some pointers for you. Okay, okay Adele, because please help me. I I overheard that you maybe were lacking in some of the components yeah. and things. Yeah, it's not about that. Okay. <laughs> okay. What cocktail competitions are about are a psychological game. Okay. It's warfare. Okay. So I have some warfare. steps for you. I have some some rules. Okay. I'm so let's say this one. Rule number 238, never wear mismatched socks while competing. You know that they're wrong. Damn and it. you won't stop thinking about it, and that's going to throw you off your what, game. What You're kind of socks were you wearing? Mismatched. Oh, my you know God. <laughs> which takes me to rule 239, which is always wear a mismatched shirt and tie because it will throw off your opponent, and it will help you win. Well, did you wear a tie or a shirt? Neither. Son I was topless. <laughs> So not I, all, you, I really think you do need it. How help. did you not win? <laughs> not all my rules are attire based, but a lot of them are. There's another one that is uh, rule number 76. It's okay to wink at your opponent, but only if it's to throw them off their game. That's a phrase we like to use at our school, throw them off their game. You might be familiar with the phrase. and But only wink if it's to throw them off the game or if it's involuntary. Any genuine form of winking is a sign of weakness, and you should not be doing it. Okay. Noted. So winking is with one eye, right? Or two. I think that's technically scientifically called blinking, but that is fine. Rule number 26 at my school is memorize every rule, and this retcons all previous rules. That's very important. Okay. So it's kind of like you, Fight Club. When you're I'm reading about to say the, the same thing. What? A little, a little bit like Fight Club. Yeah. I don't know what that is. So rule number eight, never wear long sleeves like some kind of animal. You know, you're going to first show – you won't be able to show off your sick forearm muscles that you've been working on. you got to see rule number five for that uh-huh, Okay. to get into the gym working on sick forearm muscles. Do you have something to say about – Actually, in regards to the forearms, can I just interject here and ask, did the person who invented the shake weight – shake weight, was he a bartender? Had to have been. Had to have been. I don't know. Stanley, do you know? That may have been me. Was it you? Did you invent the shake weight? Yeah, it, it – you did not invent this. South shit, Park wait. messed us all up. So I, had re- <laughs> I had to bounce back, and now I teach at a bullshit school. So you have to work on the forearm muscles. So the re- the other reason why you can't have long sleeves is because you won't uh, be able to show off all the sick tattoos. Bartenders, right? You right. know that's a cliche. What if you don't at- have tattoos? Well, at my school, you have to. That's oh. a we we oh. like to roll into the cliches at my school, uh, and finally you will catch your sleeve on fire, which goes to rule number seven, which is don't catch your sleeve on fire while you're <laughs> behind the bar in a competition because you will ro- lose all my respect even if you still win the competition. So solid so, rules. Yeah, even if you're a winner, a sleeve on fire done out of the school. Sure. <laughs> okay. I'm just trying to get this straight here. I'm trying to get these rules understood here. But the most important rule for everybody is rule number three, which is actually if you buy my book, How to Bartend Like a Dude Bro, then it it's the first rule in the book is no, rule number three because in bartending competitions, we like breaking rules. So I skipped rule number one and two just to give you a little taste of how we're going to do it. There's no rule one or two. It just goes with rule three. So rule number three is actually rule number one. Yeah, but it's rule number three. <laughs> it's listed. So you it's open you three. open the book, and then it's just rule number. There's no one or two. Does it, it. Does it go to eleven? Well, it goes to at least 
two thirty nine. That's a lot of rules. But not no but one or two. But they're all no short like that. So, and maybe I omitted more than some. You know, there might be other numbered rules that are omitted. You don't know. Oh, that's true. You have to buy the book. To find so, out. So that's all the rules you're going to give us for right now? That's all. Yeah, just a flavor. I mean, I can't give it all away for free. I'm trying to make money here. I see. Okay. Okay. I didn't know this was a part of the, the appointment. <laughs> but uh, so how does some... How does somebody like listening who would want to like join your cocktail, your bartending school for competitions? How how would they be able to do so? What's the criteria of getting in? Well, I'm on MySpace. And MySpace. Well, that might be a mistake. Why? It might be That's a mistake. Got him. I don't understand. MySpace not a thing anymore. It's okay. It's a bad one. It's very dated. Nobody uses it. You should probably try to move up to like I don't know Facebook, Facebook, TikTok, okay. or whatever the Mark kids Zuckerberg are doing Mark Zuckerberg doesn't like me, so the shake weight. Yeah, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> did he have a did he have an accident? Yeah, unfortunately. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. We don't talk about we it. We don't talk about it. What I'm happened? legally not allowed to. So come on, tell what happened. Come on. Uh, he tripped while shake waiting, and <laughs> I was there. It was the Shake Weight Facebook crossover pitch meeting. It was going to be a whole thing, but and then he tri- <laughs> tripped. The fuck, Mark fucking tripped. Yeah, I. If we could just please, uh, that was a dark time in Is my this life. A sore subject. Yes, the Pluto dynasty. <laughs> it, it was a shattered house for a moment, but now I'm back on my feet, and okay. we're, that's all that matters. We got a school going. Nice. So yeah. So another a little slogan I'm going to throw out for you. And we're we're pitching, we're workshopping this. So give me your opinion. I won't listen to it, but give it to me anyway. Why shoot for the stars when you can land on Pluto? I mean, that works because my last name's Pluto, and well, shoot pl- for the stars is a phrase. Is Pluto a planet? <laughs> it's a dwarf planet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down though. I'll land on yeah. If I, if it's a if it's still a planet, I'll I land mean, it's on closer it. than a star, so why not? True. Okay. Well, that's yeah. That's, Friendly apathy towards the <laughs> yeah. phrase. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It I, could I'm work. apathetic to it. All right. Yeah. There we go. Well, say it one more time. Why shoot for the stars when you could you land, land on, on Pluto? Pluto. Stanley, Stanley, Stanley Pluto, Pluto School, School for, for Bar Champs. Bar. Yeah. There you go. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. You sold uh, me. I'm that works. Yeah. That definitely yeah. works. Yeah. 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 Where that, do I the enthusiasm out? you said it the second time really sold it for me. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So I the, intend to do all my own marketing. Oh, that sounds really wise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so far, so good. Thanks. Yeah. Wow, I did not expect that. <laughs> Why did you not expect Much that? Much more warm than Mark was. Oh, well, you know, no. Mark. Well, he fell, so. Yeah. yeah. So he was a little salty. He fell. Where did he fall? On his I, face? I cannot tell you. What? On it, w- it was the moneymaker, yes. The face. Yeah. Mm. Mm. When a shake weight hits the ground, you it is a it is a mess. I heard he likes barbecue. He likes smoking his own meats. Yes, so, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Is there any relation? But we're not weight? here to talk <laughs> about Mark. Mark. Okay, yeah. Back to school. So we have two major competitors in bartending competitions. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's why I wrote that email about a fake appointment and decided to sneak in here. Oh, okay. okay. Well, now you're making me feel like a fool. Not a fool, just complicit in my yeah. dishonesty. Yeah, that's true. That's true. 
So okay. uh, from your opinion, in our shape, how how you know? Do you think we're in good shape to go into a bartending competition? So I'm gonna spit straight. Yeah. If you were one of my students, mm-hmm. we would be doing two hours in the gym, no cardio, only forearms. Okay. How do you? Yeah. So. Yeah. Or you could just make mojitos, just she, muddle and muddle or and muddle. Ramos gym physics. Yes. Two hours at a time. Yes. I think yes. he's maybe he came here to get some really good ideas, guys. Oh. Are we giving him free free ideas? I I, don't know. I might be taking mental notes, yes. <laughs> oh no, you're actually like writing this down. I see I you. I can am see also you. Doing that. <laughs> I can see you. That's okay. You can have those ones. Yeah. That's we'll yeah. But again, I, I can't stress enough that you're saying like because you're making co- you know, making cocktails. To me, cocktail competitions are not about making cocktails. They're about entirely presentation. Of you as a person and damaging your opponents with your mind. Okay, so. well, well, I, I, can, I can agree with that a little bit. Sure, I haven't even talked about your credentials here yet. Like, what, what kind of, what kind Pre-king. of, uh, where do, where do you know how to bartend? And, and and how many, how many bartenders have you got rose to the top of this competition circuit? Well, myself is the one. You're the only one. Yes, and have you ever heard of? Timothy Thomas's cocktail great time? No, actually, I've never it, heard of that. It's very prestigious, as I said, in Guam. Jimothy Thomas cocktail great time. Yes. Jimothy, is that a even a real name? triple crown winner of that competition. Oh. Congrats. Thank you. I was very busy with the shake weight, so there hasn't been... there. In my past, there wasn't a ton of time for the competitions, but this is what I do now. So I'm a mentor. I mean, you do have a nice forearm. Thank you. Yeah. So you've never trained anybody. Well, no, that would be the reason for having a school. Is I it, having not had a school previously? How could I have done that? That's a good point. Okay, so this is mm. the very <laughs> beginnings of the school. The mental math. <laughs> hey, I'm okay. really glad you're here. Yeah, so. This- I it guess seems- if me and you joined, we'd be the first two students. Then. What yeah. do you think? Yeah. Yeah. That's Do you guys want to sign up? Yeah. Wait, what is that? Is that a clipboard for signing up? Yeah. Well, we might have well, to do what, that. I mean, well, we got to. Don't, 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 don't sign that. You got to like crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. You just initial D- here. No, no, don't do it. And blood. Yeah. Wait, Adele, what, what are you doing? Blood? Adele, what? don't sign that. What are you guys doing? Do you have a knife? Look at all that fine print. You don't do it. You are agreeing to take on several hundred copies of my book and then you become one of my distributors yeah yeah that's the okay. word oh, wait and okay. wait you guys just signed that you spoke you both just signed that well so you know i really want to win you're my west coast distributors my see so you wait a you, second you need to get down on the on the hit, hit the pavement is pound the pavement is something that we like to say in sales Hold on a second. Hold on a second. What is this fine print here? Guys, you didn't even read this contract. What is this fine print? Those who sign up with the book sales uh, distribution must also sell one shake weight. Wait a second. I thought we were out of the shake weight business. Wait, to sell one shake weight per subscription uh, to, to each customer. Must sell. You guys, did you you didn't read this? No. Shake, wait, wait a second. What is that underneath your, your there, chair there? What's that in that well, that briefcase you got there? Okay, I, I No no no. What is that? It's one of ten shake weights that a shake weight. 
I mean, guys. In defense, the shake weight's a great exercise. For your forearm. <laughs> you Which brings it all back to the fact that I have a stockpile of tens of thousands of shake weights that need to be moved. And so I figured, what is an untapped market? The bar industry. Actually, OC Housewives would be a great market to Yeah. Target. Do now? I have to pretend to know anything about bartending to sell to OC Housewives? Nope. Few. Well, I can say that most, because I because I work in Orange County, I get a lot of those housewives that come in, and they're always like, oh, your arms are so toned. How do I get my arms like that? Go bartend or buy a shake weight. This is get a job. fate. That's <laughs> <laughs> him. This is fate. No, can you believe this? We Maybe? are going to make lots of money. Yes, we are. All well, right. also because you are signed up. Well, now, yeah, for, I have to well, you distribute have the book and, and, and sell a shake weight with it. Holy moly. Well, I think we've gotten to the bottom of this whole situation. <laughs> you know, Stanley, I'm glad you made the, this uh, appointment that I thought I misread on my calendar, but you apparently I did it. Too. I and, am uh, very thankful that all you do is skim things. So you... <laughs> I'm not a big reader. No, just skim right over. It's good. Yep, yep. Well, I'm glad you know me better than myself. And, uh, you know, also, you might think twice about scamming people like you just did. Cool. Well, she said think twice. I did. Oh, fair. <laughs> okay, that, that fair, was... fair, fair. Stanley Pluto. <laughs> I'm not going to your planet anymore, you crazy. I'm not, not going to. She'd rather shoot for the stars I'm shooting point. for the stars. <laughs> well, that just destroys the brand. We can't end on that. <laughs> Are you are you gonna keep the classes then? You keeping the school? Well, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. All right, that's yeah, fair. I diversify. I'm, I'm a businessman here. Okay. And I have a great passion for teaching people how to shake win at shake cocktails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and win competitions. And win competitions. That too. I have, I mean, I do, you do. And you, wear matching socks. You you are a passionate person. You're a passionate salesperson. I, I do have faith that you will make your dreams come true, Mr. Pluto. Thank you. I just would really look over those contracts. <laughs> Maybe leave the shake weight out of it. It might be a great training tool, honestly, though. Yeah. Yeah. You can build it's up it's their muscles so that way, you know, you know yeah. they build the muscle yeah. memory of how to shake a cocktail. Yeah. Oh, Jim Fizz, I'll make you two. Let's go. Yeah. You know? Two shake weights to get those Jim Fizz yeah. muscles up. Not bad. All right. Now we're sold. Okay. Let's buy some shake weights. <laughs> how much is a shake weight? is how a business Wait, empire so is, it, is, it, is born. Is it we buy the shake weight and the book is complimentary? Yeah. And wait. Not technically. <laughs> so how much is a shake weight? The shake weights are free. Oh, the shake weight is free. The, the book is oh, free. so they're paying the for the book, book and they and get, they the, get shake. the shake weight for free. Oh, How okay, that actually I might think, be a better selling point. The book is marginally, slightly over MSRP of a book of the size and shape, so but all of the knowledge it. within is what you're paying for. It's priceless, right? Yeah. Okay. And why you're paying for probably what you could add together as the price of a book plus the price of an unused shake weight. But all the book oh. is is all of But the shake the weight rest. is free. But okay. then in the book, all that's in the book is all of the rest of the rules of the class, right? No, no. <laughs> no, the class is something entirely different. The class is something you, you can't replicate a class. All right, we're going to put this all on our website. Or what's your website? How do we get how do we find the I told class? you I'm on MySpace. Oh, MySpace. Oh, MySpace. That's right. That's right. Stan Stanley Pluto's school 
for. I don't remember the dumb name I came <laughs> up with. <laughs> school for Ace Bar Champs. Oh, yeah. Stanley Pluto School for Ace Bar Champs on MySpace.com. Find it on MySpace.com. I think now we have to go on MySpace and start an account. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it should be interesting to see what those classes look like. Yeah, we're totally going to do it. All right, Nathan. Uh, well, I you know, to see it. You know what, Stanley? Thank you so much for, like, bopping in. We have, like, a little game we're going to play. If you want to stay, you can. Um, I don't mind your presence. Well, that is one of the greatest compliments <laughs> I've ever received. <laughs> And so I would be delighted and honored to play this game with you. Fantastic. I am so excited. Uh, Usually I rebuke everyone I meet, so that's good. Well, I mean, you're going to hang around for some cocktails after here? Sure. All right. Don't ask me to make them. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's just very telling of what we're learning today. (laughs) You're kind of a genius. Thank you. This is just, you're in a complimentary mood. I appreciate that. Am I usually not? <laughs> Game time. Okay, what are we playing today, Adele? Rapid fire questions. Rapid fire guest questions. Just self explanatory. Fire and you answer. Oh, gosh. I'm Quick nervous. quiz. Fire nervous. away. Nervous. Just answer. First thing that comes to your head. What time do you wake up? 10. It's a hot dog a sandwich. No. Do I answer the questions too? I'll, I'll question you, you question Inga. Okay. Okay, yeah. If you're a cocktail, what cocktail would you be? Whiskey straight. If you are driving a train and there are five people on the track that the train would kill and you had a lever that would change the train to a terrifying blood-sucking monster that would kill you, would you pull that lever? No. If you could change one thing about <laughs> Weak. Shauna, what would it be? Shauna? Her hair color. If you can change one thing about me, what would it be? About Adele? Change your words carefully. No. <laughs> There's nothing. Oh, shucks. I love this girl. <laughs> <laughs> the bottle goal does not exist at the end of the rainbow. What is at the end of the rainbow? Alcohol. When you stir a spirit for a cocktail, what do you think about? Stirring it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you how many stories I've heard of people shaking. I'm thinking of a mythological creature. What creature am I thinking of? You're thinking of a mythological creature? Mythological creature. Hmm. Is it called a chupacabra? Is that what it's called? Yes. Yeah? No, I was thinking of a centaur. Oh, okay. But, <laughs> but you know, close enough. <laughs> My shaking arms are ready. All right, Stanley. A man walks into a bar and go. And I sell him something that he didn't expect he was going to be buying? <laughs> You just created a new cocktail. Now make up a name for it. Go. Oh, uh, the winning, cocktail winning drink. <laughs> the next question. <laughs> if you survive the apocalypse and you had to keep half of your body human, but had to fuse the other half of your body as a different animal to survive, what animal and what half? Mark Zuckerberg, top hat. <laughs> In bottom, bottom half? Me. Wait, wait what? Oh, he's the different animal? Well, I think we can all... Okay, fair. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. If a martini could talk, what would it say? Oh, drink me. Martini. A guest just told you a really bad joke. What's your laugh? I I don't... A guest? I don't have guests at my house. Next question. Can you make me something good? What do you like to make? 
And do you have Red Bull? I have lots of Red Bull, uh, and I can make you something with it, yeah. And it'll be great. How much do you want to give me for it? I will not sign that contract. <laughs> I will not sign that contract. Nice try. Nice answering of those rapid guest questions. Thank you. I'm pretty impressed with you guys' answers on those ones. Those are really, sometimes people really kind of like uh, go go off and de- decide some really metaphorical, like in-depth answers to them. If there's anything to describe me, it is not in-depth. <laughs> <laughs> Stanley, I know there's more to you than that shake weight. I hope not. Why, would you stop shaking that, by the way? It's, it's getting a little obnoxious, honestly. It is now it's, a part of me. It's all I am. It's distracting. Fair. <laughs> Wait, it's never been about how did you get class. here, by the way? I. What is that semi truck out there? It is full of shake weight. God damn it! <laughs> it has been, <laughs> has been idling. Yeah, I was wondering what that rumble was. I was like, I hope it's not affecting the audio. I owe several people lots and lots of money, so I I've taken to a mobile lifestyle oh, out of necessity. Boy. Well, I-, I wish you the best of luck. So my school can come to you. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> a mobile school. Yeah. That's, uh, That's an even better selling point. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm not signing up today, but I suggest people should look into it. <laughs> on MySpace. My, there Inga, may are, be- you, are you on MySpace? No, I'm not. You could be. But I, I, I might have to open an account. Yeah. 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 There may or may not be an actual account for uh, Stanley Pluto's school for bartenders. You'll members. only know if you sign <laughs> up. <laughs> it's vintage, you guys. Are we going to bring back it MySpace? Is. I hope so. Yeah, me too. I got That'd a lot incredible. of stock in that too that went nowhere. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, well, I, I, it, it comes to down to the time of this podcast where we need to get into Plugville. Let's let's drive that that semi truck right up into Plugville, shall we? Uh, so, Inga, is there is there anything you want to plug uh, coming up here uh, in your industry where people can find you, see you, your Instagram, anything that's happening in your life that you want to share? Sure. Um, I work at Olea in Newport Beach um, off of 17th and Westcliff. It's a brand new restaurant. We opened up like maybe two years, two months ago. So we're still fairly new. We did win the Golden Foodie Award, which is like the Oscars for yay, restaurants. Yay, yay. Wow. We won it for Best New Restaurant, which is kind of like getting Rookie of the Year. You can only go for it once. So we were super proud of that. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, I just found out today that I've been hired on to be the part-time Brand ambassador for Papa's PR Rum hey, for yeah. Orange County. Congratulations! So we'll have to bring a bottle of that up too. Okay, yes, yeah. come, on, come on back, Inga. come on, come on back. back. And then you know, just still doing competitions. And I hope to, and I don't like to say compete. I like, I'd like to, I, I'd hope that I get to craft alongside Adele again. In yes, competition. I really want that too. That'd you know, I like to say crafting alongside because I feel like everybody who competes puts forth their best work and. You know, we all do a great job crafting. It's just more of a personal preference on what the judges are looking for, or what the brand is looking for at that time. But I don't like to say I'm competing against you. I like to say I like to craft alongside you because it's very rare opportunities that you get to unite and literally stand by stand side by side with other phenomenal, amazing bartenders and mixologists and be able to share your craft with them. Are we going to be able to see you at the Liquor 43 2020 Tiki Masters competition? I do plan on entering, and I hope Adele does too. I, I can't. Oh and yeah, I'm she can't. Be That's yeah, right. we're gonna, we're gonna be behind these. It's conflict of interest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or yeah. maybe I can enter and like ask them to, you know, 
Well, if you only hear my voice on that on that show, then uh, we all know what Adele's doing. And then doing. I just won. <laughs> <laughs> we all know what Adele's doing. That's fine. That's fine. I'd actually suggest that. Then, then I'll just sit there by myself. No. I would do, do want to go to Lona and drink cocktails. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to, to see so. if, if either way, I hope that we see you over there. I hope so too. I hope I'm so sure, too. I'm sure you're going to be a front runner though. I know that. Fingers crossed. You, I mean, you might get some training from this I guy. Do, I may need to take one of the classes yeah. just yeah. to make sure I lock, you, you lock it in. You know what I mean? I get all the points in. Well, you from know. your final statement, we are diametrically opposed on our view of competitions, <laughs> whereas I True. see it as a bloody battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe we can work together. Okay. okay. Oh, uh, do you want to plug your Instagram? Oh, yes. You can find me on Cocktails by Ings, I-N-G-S. Um, I post basically everything that you see on that um, Instagram site is everything that I have created personally. I don't like posting pictures of drinks that I don't make um, because that's pretty much like my portfolio, I guess you can say, of everything that I've been doing. And it starts from when I first started crafting recipes back in my Charlie Palmer days all the way till now. Yeah. So. And then I also just want to quickly touch, too, about the um, the what's it called the jur- the journal oh cocktail journal cocktail journal so make sure you go see inga and every month there's a new cocktail journal entry yes uh and so follow them and you can collect them yes and so cool hopefully by the end of the year we will be able to put all the journals together into an actual book form ah. and those who have been collecting the cocktail journals um religiously will get the book for free that's oh, amazing fantastic yeah. that's worth it right there that's so cool i love that yeah so go go try out a cocktail journal cocktail you will not be disappointed uh hey stanley yes you want to do you do you want to be you oh oh be me yeah okay so i'm actually nathan howard i've been on the show a couple times you can find me at natty house intro on instagram i there's not a ton of bartending stuff on there but i am bartender and i work down at Coles in (laughs) downtown la so if you want to come by and be like, hey, can we buy a shake weight? I don't actually have a ton of shake weights. <laughs> but he'll but, shake a cocktail but for you. But I'll shake a cocktail for you, yeah. <laughs> he does have the good forearms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can go look at his forearms. <laughs> yeah, come come down and find my forearms. Have him flex. And I might be attached. Oh, my them. God. Please go to Kohl's and ask Nathan to show, me your, show you his forearms. Go to Kohl's. Like if I'm not there and be like, hey, the guy with the huge forearms. Yeah, can I get a cocktail? Him. <laughs> and then they won't have any idea who and you're they talking won't be about. Like, what are you talking about? He doesn't work here. Yep. <laughs> and then one of the other guys that are one of the other guys that work at Coles are gonna be like, what everyone will me? think it's them. And yeah. They're gonna all be showing off their forearms. <laughs> 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 I feel like we need to get definitely get you a shake weight now to keep behind the bar. Okay, that's. That's a good idea. That's fair, right? Those are that's something I'd use. All right, Nathan, thank you so much for coming on Talktales again. Thank you for having me. Thank he's you. A, he's a he's a Talktales alumni star. He's like a sweet baby angel. Sweet baby angel. Is that a thing? That's a yeah, elite it's a group. That's like more than alumni. It's like a step up. It's like a sweet baby angel. Oh, cool! You made the sweet baby angel. I made, angel I made the cut, guys. We did it. We got there. I like how confusing the cut is. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you have an amazing story you want to tell us or be a possible guest on Talktales, go to our website www.talktalesthepodcast.com, and on our homepage you can submit your stories or email us at talktalesthepodcast at gmail.com. 
That is right. And if you like our show, do us a solid subscribe and leave us a review. This is a DIY project, and all the love we get helps us grow. And if that love comes in the form of a charitable donation, you could share that love on our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash podcast, which you can also find the link on our website, talktalesthepodcast.com. I also want to thank our good friend Josh for composing our theme song. And thank you to my brother-in-law, Grayson, for creating our badass logo. And if you want to sign up for uh, cocktail classes with me at Bar Franca every Monday, I do classes at 2 o'clock and 7 o'clock. You can sign up for those classes at TalkTalesThePodcast.com backslash classes. And once again, don't forget about the Liquor 43 competition. Go home and make yourself a carajillo. And you will not be disappointed. And get yourself a bottle of Liquor 43. Do it. Enter the competition. We want to drink good cocktails. We want good cocktails to be put out there. Please and you know what? If you, and if you get in that competition, guess what? You're going to be talking on these mics, too. So that'll be fun, too. You're hanging out with us. Um, and th- thank you so much to our guests tonight, today, this morning, whenever you're listening to this. Inga, you're, you are a gem. You are, you are beyond talented in this industry. You're inspirational. And I... Just the things you're doing are very, very above and beyond inventive. And I'm I'm very thrilled and very excited that I got to meet you and talk to you about your life as a bartender and everything that you've experienced. I was very excited to know you were coming because I was like, this girl is a shit. She's so inspiring to me. Very inspiring. She gave me the best advice. And you were like, amazing. Thank you. It was a pleasure being here. And I hope to be back again because we still need to play that game. Yes. <laughs> so down. Oh, yeah. We're always down for games. You kidding me? <laughs> Forget it. Thank, thank you, Nathan, again for coming on. Adele, you're a gem and a scholar, and I love you. And your cocktails are great. I love you. Uh, check out our uh, show notes on you know the podcast, whatever you're listening to it on, uh, because I will put down the recipes for the garajillo, and I will put a recipe also that we we drank in two cocktails tonight. That I'll put the recipes down too. That you, the listener, some inspiration on how to use liquor forty three in a cocktail. So that being said. Cheers, everyone, and thank you so much for talking tales on Talk Tales. Cheers! Talk Tales. Talk Tales. Talk Tales. Talk Tales. Talk Tales.